0: ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you for joining us here. I'm Henrik, this is Red Ice TV. We have a great show for you lined up today. We're doing another interview. We're going to join one of our friends up in Sweden, Andreas Johansson from Nordic Frontier. This is the podcast, English-speaking podcast, really, of the Nordic Resistance Movement. Uh, that's how what he's heading up. How are you doing today, Andreas? Thank you so much for joining us today. Good to see you again.
1: Well, hello, Henrik. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me. It's an honor to be on your show. I think I mentioned uh, when you were on our show that uh, Red Ice has uh, meant quite a lot uh, for me over the years. And uh, it's really nice to be here.
0: Oh, you bet! I'm, I'm glad we're doing it. We should have done it sooner, frankly. Uh, thank you for having me on uh, on Nordic Frontier. Really appreciate it. You guys are doing good work over there. I've always I was liked uh, seeing what the Nordic resistance movement is is doing, and I want to talk a little bit later actually about some of the you know activism that you guys are doing. Obviously, things are heating up quite extensively now with this uh, Israeli uh, Hamas war and all that stuff. And uh, I don't know, it's it's an interesting political time, uh, to be honest, and in, even in terms of activism, everything is being shook around really because of this you're even seeing now open borders like jewish activists in europe and western countries they're like kind of we're having second thoughts maybe this wasn't a great idea (laughs) it's it's fascinating to see how everything is and not that this means you know that uh, they're going to do the work for us or anything like that but i'm saying it's it's fascinating how quickly things can change you're actually seeing discussions like in germany it's look it's for all the wrong reasons essentially but but yeah. still, right? If 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 we can start, it's actually beginning. But you know, Germany is like considering maybe we should deport people. Yes, it's because they're not pro Israel Israel enough, right? Uh, you know, other countries are yeah. looking at this too. They're banning protests and stuff. It's crazy. I mean, I'm not sure if the, we should yeah. go into that right away. But what's your what's your kind of yeah, overview so on this? Yeah.
1: It's uh, it's very interesting what's going on right now, and I'm actually really excited because. Like, this is a conflict that I'm actually invested in, and I can take uh, aside for sure. I'm I'm sure we get into that. But it's like the example in England where the exchange students were threatened to be deported because they were anti (laughs) Zionists. I mean, that's unheard of. We have literally so much anti-white crime in our countries that are explicitly aimed towards... In Sweden, it's explicitly aimed towards Swedish people, Swedish young people are being robbed, raped and murdered every single day. There are no uh, meetings, no crisis meetings, no lobby groups, nothing, organizing any deportations of these people. And they're being convicted. Sometimes they're being convicted for quite some long time to sit in Swedish jails and you know rot away. No deportations, literally. Deportations is off the agenda, but if you don't love Jews, you know, I'm sure I'm not sure we can keep you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a little bit split on the issues. like, yeah, sure, if you deport uh, a few hundred thousand Palestinians, yeah, I'm not going to be crying about that. But at the same time, it's just the usual hypocrisy. It's uh, it's crazy.
0: It's for the wrong reasons. That's that's the problematic thing. Yeah. Uh, I played. And we'd have to play the clip, but I can kind of sum, sum, summarize it. I guess. But, um, I mean, you, you're, you're tuned in, you know about the memes, you know about the subculture, it's kind of like, you know, everywhere, you know, it's so, how do I put this, it's so homogenized, right, you, you're get exposed to, like, what's going on in America as, as you, know, you know, keeping up with things or whatever, so you know these guys, like, you know, the, the Charlie Kirks or whatever, but, like, we play, I played this clip in the last stream I did, and, and it's fascinating because, like, he's actually talking about, like, leftists leftist Jewish activists that have contributed to, like, you know, the wokeness at university campuses now, and cultural Marxism, and he's saying this openly, and he's even he's appealing to them, saying, please, please you have to stop this, because this is what's leading to the lack of support for Israel, right? So he's, like, pleading with them. Yeah. But the spin here is basically, wokeness is bad, not, not because it's bad for, like, white countries or the West, it's because then israel is, lo- is losing support so then the west won't be able to protect israel <laughs> like that's the spin on it I, I, as long as he's saying it it's least that's opening up the conversation a little bit and i th- i think it's a net positive but but how you can miss the mark in that way is just fascinating to me i'm not sure if you've uh, if you saw this clip yet or not
1: yeah i thought it was very interesting these characters like charlie kirk and uh, there was a lot of others uh, on uh... On Twitter, uh, like Shapiro and uh, libs of TikTok, they were so excited when they were going to ban the ADL, and they were calling it a leftist group and all that kind of stuff. And then when this conflict kicks off, like all gloves are like the mask is off on yeah. all of these people, and their true loyalty ju- is just revealed. Yes, and they they go emotional and crazy. And then you have this guy he's trying to square a circle you know (laughs) it's just so it's hard to keep up with the reasoning like no because we we wrote an article on nordfront.se if it was today or yesterday and it was literally about where are the jews that are condemning the insane violence that we're seeing in gaza right now yeah because whenever you turn on the tv or you listen to ben shapiro or the likes it's literally justified because they're hiding behind civilians. And we're like, okay, how many tens of thousands of civilians can we bomb? How many hospitals? How many universities can we bomb before Israel is declared like a, a an enemy? Yeah. Uh, like, right. like a, uh, yeah. Breaking the,
0: yeah. War the crimes humanitarian
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah they're they're not there. There are, what, there are a few lone voices. But even the, even then, it's kind of I, I've yeah. seen some that are Norman, kind of ambiguous. A bit on the fence. I think
1: is one of them that's out there. And who, who was it again? Because yeah. I was talking over. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, sorry, uh, Norman Finkelstein. I think is oh, yeah. a Jew that uh, is criticizing this, and he's also kind of uh, suggested that he could do in a debate with Shapiro, which hmm. Shapiro would never accept no, because he only takes easy targets. He's like 15. You know, I don't old. know if you saw those clips coming out of uh, yeah, exactly those clips coming out of Oxford, was it? Yeah. When uh, when he used the the slaughter of uh, civilian Germans in Dresden as a as an justification for what they're doing in Gaza, I mean this guy is a fucking demon.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know.
1: Sorry for the F. It's, no, it's th-
0: no, please go ahead. That's the right word for it. Uh, and and then again, you know, we show show that. Um, I forget if that's a Facebook post or whatever. Someone forwarded it to me, right? Multiculturalism may very well be the downfall of Western yeah. civilization itself. is us. And, of course, it's all classic, right? I don't give a damn about so-called browning of America. And these are all the people that called, uh, you know, people like us and so many others, right? Racists and Nazis and bigots and whatever, you know, they could uh, wheel out because we were protesting the demographic replacement in our countries. And now, now all of a sudden it's like, maybe this is not that great, which, which kind of... Be, Which is fascinating, right? Because it's like, do they have any plan or foresight? Is this just, is the hate? My take was this, their hatred for, like, the West, if you will. You know, there's you can go the religious orthodox route and talk about Edom and these terms that they throw around in orthodox Judaism and the Chabad people and all that stuff. Or you can just take, like, the liberal Jews, right? Regardless, you know, because the Holocaust, right? So they hate the West, they hate white people or Europeans. So their hatred for them is overrides their love for Israel. Like even if this actually means that all their support for Israel will go away and the little piggy bank like the United States or whatever uh, of, of Israel, they just fork out money to them. Even if that ends because of this demographic change which will inevitably happen if this continues, they don't it's it's not about that. You see what I mean? That their 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 hatred yeah. for us is is bigger than the love for for their own country or Israel in this case. What what do you think?
1: Yeah, exactly. And you can notice that on, on Shapiro, when this kicks off, is that uh, he doesn't hold back. Like, it's visceral. is suddenly visceral in his, uh, in his rhetoric. And uh, all the Jews that are anti-immigration, close the borders in America, all of a sudden, they're like, uh, gung-ho, send all the troops, send all the weapons, send yeah. the, the support package, the billions israel israel has the right to defend itself didn't you know and it's also interesting to see the the atrocity propaganda this is a, a comparison we did on the show last uh, last week uh, when when the balfour declaration was uh, being done and uh, you could read about the the belford declaration on wikipedia uh, the official story about how that uh, the, the letter was written that's the belford declaration but you can't find in the wikipedia what england got in return you know right that's not mentioned and that's the the crux of the matter that people need to think about and what happened was that they dragged america into the first world war to it was one of the things that crushed Germany. One of, one other thing was the the boycotts and the and the craziness that was going on in Germany, which uh, made them uh, not get munitions, ammunition to the front. And there was a lot of communist BS going on there. But they started what the Jews did, literally Rothschild and their cousins. What they did was they pulled up, they pushed out atrocity propaganda with the babies being thrown in the air and then caught on bayonets by the demonish Germans. And they start demonizing and dehumanizing Germans. And uh, now, I don't know, many years later, over 100 years later, you're seeing this again. You're seeing it, but now we have the internet. So it's it's starting to get a little bit retarded when you look at what they're pulling out now. It's the burnt babies. They're literally some sort of (laughs) AI-generated lump of coal that they had in a blanket and then then literally the babies baked in the
0: ovens <laughs> i mean come on do they have to they, I, I i saw it it was yeah, a couple of jewish journalists i think they said it's like i mean i think i, I think it's true that how, you know hamas went in there or whatever and and i'm sure and i've argued this before but like they've been so mistreated that i would i would totally understand them just going completely ballistic and just doing all kinds yeah. of atrocities yeah. you know what i mean and i'm sure that happened i mean i'm sure it did mm-hmm. So why do they have to, <laughs> why do they have to exaggerate? And again, in the time of the internet, it's like, you, this is going to backfire, people are gonna, you know, question this, yeah. it's not like, you know, World War II here anymore, 1940s, 50s, 60s, even wherever all the, you know, at that time, you know, whatever boomers or the generation before believed the government and the press and the news or whatever. It's very different now.
1: Yeah, you got the 40 beheaded babies that are like, literally debunked by mainstream media has now debunked this. And again, someone like Shapiro, I think he's like the main character here, but he, he posted that in all sincerity. He hasn't apologized for it, nothing, No. but everyone knows it's a lie by now. And one thing that the Jews know uh, when they push these things is that by the time it's out there, like by the time it's being debunked, like two weeks later, it's too late. It's already cemented in you yeah. know, your average Joe's mind. He's not going to go and look the truth. Uh, look at the truth. Two weeks later, he's not on telegram, you know, scrolling through the channels and all that kind of stuff. No. So they know no. that whatever they lie about, it's going to work like overall, but it's going to piss a lot of people off. A lot of people are going to see it for what it is. And uh, a lot more people are savvier. I think they're using more alternative channels today than before. So mm-hmm. every time they do this, more and more people get uh, woken up to the bullshit, which yeah. is good.
0: Wh- which which is good, exactly. And again, it might be for, you know, the wrong reasons we see, you know, changes or a willingness to go in a certain dra- way politically or whatever, but it still kind of opens up the maybe not the overtime, window. that's the wrong term, but like it it opens up to us the possibilities that like oh oh so we can't you know aim like oh we can deport people then (laughs) you know what i mean that uh, that unlocks that in people's minds like huh okay well we can deport them for not being pro israel can we not deport them for not being pro our nation that they are actually Mm. (laughs) in now you know i mean because because as you said in the beginning it's like okay they were 1400 you know people you know israel claimed or whatever it's like if you tally Mm. up from like not even like we can look at the big, you know, big terrorist acts in Europe or whatever, like, you know, Bataclan, and you had the Nice, uh, 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 the Muslim who stole a truck and drove over people. We had that truck in Sweden, there was a Manchester bombing, right? There's some of the big, like, terrorist attacks. But mm-hmm. just the slow trickle over the decades of, like, the murders, the rapes, the gang rapes, the bombs, the explosions, the humiliation crime. Yeah, go go ahead.
1: the problem with that is that the those are all individuals causing crimes like in sweden yeah humiliation robberies these are just isolated incidents so we can't judge judge them on their ethnicity their culture or anything like that we just need to punish these individuals and then we're fine and definitely not deport them because uh, then we won't have them around anymore so yeah, it is uh, tiring. And I I do want like a pro-white council that will lobby for white people and literally say that these people need to be deported because they're not pro-white in white countries. <laughs> that, that would be a simple thing to do. Obviously, the, the Nordic resistance movement is... Uh, race first and Mm -hmm. we always think about ethnicity yeah like we we don't we don't hate all the racial strangers that are here like every single individual i don't go around hating them it's that they are threatening the uh, the future of our people like physically by mixing and outbreeding us in our own homeland yeah so like yeah i do have a lot of animosity because a lot of people they don't belong here, and they've taken advantage of us for sure, and they've caused a lot of crime. But in the end, like a very non-emotional deportation process. Is, yeah, it can, is it can be.
0: Neat. I've argued that too. It can be very orderly and efficient, and and peaceful, and we we can do, we can do this in the right way. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just yeah. it's nothing. It really isn't anything. Well, to those who, of course, have done crimes against our people, then yes, it gets personal. But for the others, they're just like here, kind of occupying our lands, essentially, which is so funny, by the way. Which goes back to this massive, you know, pro-Palestinian, you know, uh, protest that we've seen and things like that in in many Western capitals now—London, Paris, Berlin. We've seen it in Washington Mm -hmm. D.C. and stuff. And and the line there is you know oh we're against israel because they're they're a colonialist white supremacist country right <laughs> like that's been the line while many of these people maybe it's not all there's probably some whites in the, those protests as well but they're at least in europe overwhelmingly obviously muslim right and it's like well you're the colonial, you're literally here colonize colonizing our countries and in some cases, they are even there because of the lobbying that happened by the very people that they claim they're against, like Jewish activists and these NGOs and all these, you know, programs over the years. And so the Barbara Spector, we we relitigate this all the time, but we have to do it because of new people listening, right? But like Barbara Spector, Annette Kahane, Gregory Gissi, Noel Ignative, it's uh, Israel, it's HIAS, it's uh, uh, Jewish Family Fund, Pideya, which, you know, Barbara Spector is behind, etc. There's just an endless stream of these groups and individuals. And these people are yeah. kind of the willing tools, really, of those people as well, which is so odd. It's, which is this, like, they have this um, relationship, symbiotic relationship, almost, as as they're you know in our countries, right?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there, and there's a lot of stuff going on in our sphere as well regarding these. Like, uh, when the when the conflict first kicked off. And every time this conflict kicks off, we always take the anti-Israeli side. That's like doesn't matter who's fighting Israel, we will be on the side that's fighting Israel. But that doesn't mean that we're pro-Palestinian in Sweden. Like this, not doesn't mean that we're pro them demonstrating even in Sweden. Like they, they literally need to go home and fight for their country. Yeah, and. Uh, you know kill as many of their enemy as possible if i'm to say that because that's another thing the the jews around in the media like alan dershowitz and all these like idf veterans and stuff uh, the president was out saying that they literally have to kill every single palestinian just wipe <laughs> them out that's the reaction they had after this attack yeah and i'm like okay is it okay to say that we need to wipe out the jews is that legal to say i don't think Uh, it is i'm not saying that i'm just (laughs) saying they have enemies they should go fight their enemies but there's a lot of like right wing and i don't know if they do this intentionally in order to make themselves uh, like a certain niche or something but whenever you talk positive about brown people, they hate your organization. They literally say you're cucking for, for non-whites or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're like, as a resistance movement, Nordic resistance movement, we support Hamas in their resistance against Zionism. In, that, in their
0: country, where they yeah, are.
1: In their country. And the thing is, do these people, they criticize this and you know, must hate uh, brown people, Do they think that there's going to be less refugees if Hamas loses this conflict? No. There's going to be a shit ton of Palestinians. They're going to be pushed into Egypt, and then they're going to come to Sweden. Like, it's going to be an express line straight into Europe. But if they win this conflict, which would be insane, like it would change the entire world forever. If they would win this conflict, I don't even know what it would look like. But if Israel didn't exist, I mean... It could be pretty nice
0: what about the those jews in israel they would go to america and europe supposedly right what do you think
1: well not if they uh, are killed by their enemies <laughs> in this war i mean the thing is they have occupied this land now for almost 80 years they are not welcome and the people on the the west bank and all that i don't know if they've all fled by now but these are hostile people they are literally eating up you're showing the map there they're eating up someone else's living space over the span of 80 years and there's so many so much terrorism that israel has been conducting over the years Th- these people i'll tell you they are like the people without uh, I don't know. It's hard to to like them. And that's why I don't understand these Zionists and their arguments. Right now, all they're saying is that Hamas is hiding behind uh, civilians and Israel has the right to defend themselves. And then they they have the atrocity propaganda with the the brisket. That's all they have. Otherwise, it's like, are we going to go down to the bottom of this? How Israel came to be and all the the dirty deals and the terrorism that has... uh, that has preceded this. Yeah, it's the people without redeeming features. Sorry, I, I blanked. No, it's fine. Yeah, that's literally what it is. Yeah. It, it's impossible to like these people.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they um, What was the point that you mentioned it was something it was something I was thinking about, right there it slipped my mind, it'll come back to me. But um, there's so many of these, you know, lobbying groups and activists and stuff like that, right, that they've been they've been doing this to our countries. And, and it's not just it's not just this, right? The other aspect of this, of course, is the, is the foreign wars. Let me show you another graph here. We've shown this a couple of times, mm. right? But yes. uh, America's war on terror displaced to 37 million people, and of course, you go into the finer details. You realize this is anywhere from APAC to the neoconservative movement and stuff like that, which have largely driven this type of foreign policy. And a lot of these people end up in our countries. Flip side to that is to, you're basically emptying uh, some of these uh, countries, like Iraq, Syria. Yeah. Afghanistan, even Yemen, uh, yeah. they go to the West. They go to uh, Europe and America primarily, uh, and they're emptying those countries for you know the Greater Israel type project or whatever, whatever it is. Maybe there's something else behind it. Maybe again, as I said, maybe the hatred for us is greater, and they don't care. They just want to flood us, blah blah blah. But regardless, you could see you could see yeah. how a lot of these pieces of this puzzle kind of fits together in that sense, right? Um, yeah.
1: But it was a the wesley clark uh, memo or whatever it was mm-hmm. it was an interview with him when he talked about the seven countries that need to be invaded uh, i think uh, their time span like uh, was a little bit tight but they're still going at it and, and syria was uh, definitely something they tried to do and uh, w- what has happened ironically after all these years is that iran seemed to be stronger than ever yeah and iran has a very good relationship with iraq and then you have uh the america pulling out of afghanistan and the taliban literally inheriting their entire arsenal yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the, they are uh, the the taliban has uh, asked uh, uh was it syria or they've asked iran for like uh free of freedom of passage or something through the region so that mm-hmm. they can go and fight the jews I think uh, that's very interesting. It's literally because the the goal was to destabilize all these countries that were anti-Sionist and then push all the the refugees into Europe. It was like a two-pronged attack. And it seems the immigration definitely was successful, but it seems like these uh, Arab nations are uh, on their way back.
0: Yeah, even the one they try to do so-called nation building in, right, and, uh, and all that stuff. Mm. At the same yeah. time, with Iran, it's interesting, right, because part of their success is that China is buying a lot of oil from Iran right now. And then you look at the you know the geopolitical chessboard here. Well, who helped to build up China? Well, that was mostly uh, you know well Western countries. But you know what I mean. Like this was like a oh we're gonna over it's neoliberalism, right? It was the capitalist system. We're, we're gonna make it cheaper. We're gonna outsource. I mean, all these Chinese people are gonna have you know have uh, your factories now. Essentially, right? That's happened in every Western yeah. country essentially. So we've over time we i will say, but you know what I mean. Like we Western countries have built them up economically, made them stronger. Then now, they are having their BRICS shit going on, too, with this multipolar world order, right? So you have, like, Iran and Russia and China, and uh, probably a lot of these Arab nations will just go and join that. There's a battle kind of over Africa now, which, of course, has to do with resources and stuff. But you're seeing these Poles, Uh, right? So you had a very powerful before, like, a NATO G7-type front, right? The Western countries or whatever. And these are kind of, like, almost leveling out now. The West is like going bankrupt. We've given away most of our armaments to Ukraine and just endless of billions down the drain. Our energy supply have been cut off, at least in Europe, right? You had this terrorist attack of the Nord Stream, probably some NATO country, if not America outright, who did that. And they 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 locked us out of the Russian, you know, energy sector, and so now we have to turn to like America for, for, you know, liquid natural gas and these types of things, right? But it's like someone is to me, anyway, someone is like pulling these strings that they're they're intentionally creating two almost equally strong poles, right? The multipolar world order, and who knows if they just want to have a, a massive war between these sides or something eventually. Uh, but my, my my point is that side has definitely been maybe not artificially strengthened but but at least through idiocy and greed and not thinking out uh, straight you know what i mean and just like oh let's just uh, let's just fund and outsource all these things and now it's ending up biting you know us again right we didn't do this our leaders did and those who control our leaders but still you know what i'm saying like the west have been screwed over in so many ways and it's almost like they want us they want it taken down right i don't know what else to how else to to you know to equate that to you know
1: You know, yeah, there's something that I've been thinking about about America ever since uh, BLM started and you saw all these uh, riots and they were burning down whole city squares like it was absolutely insane. And the police just let it happen. And I just thought that this looks like it's deliberate, like they are just dismantling America. They're just letting it go. And. You can see them pulling out of afghanistan like i said and the war in the against terrorism is it's not declared over but i mean they have no power left they have no uh morale left and they have no white people they want to fight these wars anymore hopefully we'll see yeah
0: exactly you you saw the very white uh, army ad i'm sure
1: yeah exactly (laughs) welcome back white guys come on let's go (laughs) yeah i don't want to be like uh, it's not doom and gloomy but and, and or self-destructive, but the American empire is going to collapse and it, yeah. it's straining itself now to a point that it's not possible to keep this up. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they have a backup plan. I think maybe they do. Maybe some people uh, that are rich enough, powerful enough and not going to be affected. But they can't fight the proxy war in Ukraine and fight for Israel in the Middle East at the same time. It's gonna be impossible. And then they Taiwan, the right? They're gonna back up Taiwan
0: yeah. and then Armenia exactly. and then it's you know, like it just yeah. goes on and on. It just and, doesn't stop.
1: Like if you look at the rate that Israel is bombing right now it's not physically possible to make enough missiles for them to use <laughs> like they're shooting it like a automatic fire it, it's insane the amount of like thousands of tons of bombs that they've dropped on gaza that little place it, yeah. it's like the size of uh, i don't know a small region in sweden that i don't remember but it is it's very small uh, you, you can't fit that amount of uh, tons of bombs So it's going to cost them too much, and the people hopefully will not be willing to fight this war. So what are they going to do? No, it's going to, you know, Hezbollah and Hamas might just wipe them out (laughs) if they don't have any support.
0: Yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. They. It feels like Israel is. This is like a, which is dangerous, right? Because you have shit like Samson Option and whatnot coming in the wake of this. But like yeah. it feels like this is an existential, like it's a make it or break it type moment for them, and they have to do it now. And part of it is stuff like this, right? And and that doesn't mean, you know, I mean, I, I say this all the time. It's like, oh, good, you know, the global Homo American Empire is collapsing. It's like, okay, sure, great. But what's going to fill that power vacuum is not any better uh, for us, right? That's Russia, China, India, you know, uh, Iran, that kind of uh, phalang. and, and, And there as... You know, some people said, whoa, do you want the anti-West-West to, to rule you? Or or do you want the anti-Western, non-Western faction to rule you? Because they have the same rhetoric. You look at some of, like, Russia and Putin and stuff like that, you know, some of the statements they do. Even Hamas, right, they had this, like, oh, George Floyd, you know, like, they brought up, like, these issues that is, like, mm. racism and colonialism. And, and interestingly, they're using, like, the same... Cultural Marxist Jewish academic talking points that has been like programmed into Western, uh, you know, the Western population for the last few decades now, Uh, and you think they could offer up real, really offer up like a different flavor of something here than just like the same, but that doesn't seem to be happening.
1: Slightly less pro gay,
0: I guess. Exactly, it's like ooh, high bar. They believe in traditional marriage, and I'll take that. Sure, that's great, but it's like that's not really a high bar. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, but.
1: you know, hopefully, it will be a power vacuum that uh, you know white people can benefit from at some point. Because, I hope so. Yeah. Because right now we're locked into this thing, and uh, with the way that internet is going, we might get into that later. But also about our laws that are literally yeah. being written yeah. to punish the indigenous white people in their own countries. These hate speech laws and there's laws now uh, surveillance laws to make sure that they know what's on everyone's uh, device at all times and then digital id and digital currencies so that they can control everything that you do like just give us a, a little power vacuum in order to avoid all of that kind of stuff yeah because once that's in place it's very hard to do anything, to organize anything that they don't know about or yeah. can stop.
0: Yeah, control of information, and then you have laws and stuff, right? Uh, and it reminds yeah. me, uh, I, I can sneak this in real quick here, but the UK has a, let me see here, where did it go? They have an upcoming uh, armistice day, and it mm. will be interesting to see how these things kind of turn out, right? But uh, November 11th right is to commemorate the the, the fall of World War one World War II and the same thing there by the way that's just a whole there's a different tangent but like yeah the, the, the Brits of course and you know fighting Germany and stuff and like oh well aren't we lucky now look, look at the full consequences here of, of, of fighting that side and 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 you know them lining up and literally dying for being invaded now by, like, Muslims and stuff like that, you know, London yeah. being, like, minority white it's and all that stuff. It's a
1: meme, like, uh, about the people that are storming the beach, and then in, in yeah. the thought bubble is like, gay marriage and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, I know, it's
0: true. It's, it, it, it come true, <laughs> so you know. I have another one, yeah. this one, I've shown this to do in the last few streams, but I remember saving this down in, like, 2010 or something, when I really started getting into the, some of these things. If we have not fought in the war, we would have been invaded by foreigners. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah well, uh, that that happened. Uh, anyway, so pro palestinian march, and apparently it's going to go ahead. The the Indian Prime Minister, who <laughs> was selected in the UK, yeah. said like, well, you know, we have we have to uh, we we have to go ahead with this. It's it's free speech or whatever. Uh, and then you have uh, you know far, far right and football hooligans, and it looks like everyone's favorite. Uh, Tommy Robinson mm-hmm. here is going to line up and bring a bunch of people there too. Uh, some people say don't... I think it was Mark Collett just released a video like, don't go, it's a trap. Some of that Sargon of Akkad is advising people to join Tommy's protest on Saturday. Retarded, don't listen to him. Uh, this could go really bad for them. I don't think they understand like what they might face if they should. Because it's not that this will be like... Oh, let's protest uh, what Islamification of our countries, or whatever. they're going to be there as like explicitly pro-Zionist. They might even show up with like maybe a UK flag, but definitely like Israeli flags and shit like that. This might go turn real ugly. He's what, done what do
1: you think? Before Tommy and he brings the Israeli flag to the rallies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> what are you shit. What are you on about? But you know, according to some people, he's Jewish. You know, that he's supposedly tweeted that he's Jewish years ago. He doesn't but look
0: too he, Jewish, but he's probably converted or yeah. something, right? I don't know. It yeah. doesn't
1: really matter. Like, yeah. he loves Jews, and yeah. he said, there was a recording with him, I think you played it, where he, he says he's going to go fight for, what, for Israel. What was in the IDF, Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> if there's a conflict. So it doesn't really matter in his case. He's going to be
0: there's one pro-Israel. Yeah, he's pro-Israel. Anyway, the point is he might lead these people into just a, uh, a kind of a well, a trap, really, or something. I mean, he might not think so, or he might think so. I'm not sure what the, what the deal is there. But it's like, it, it, it is, <laughs> is that the level of resistance? You know, it's kind of like before before the stream came on here, before the show, you know, we talked about just how many, uh, you know, so-called nationalistic parties in, in Europe there are now. And they're all, you know, I mean, I, I remember dropping this, this is years ago, but like, it looks like Israel also wants to like have us Europeans identify kind of with their struggle. There is us with them against like the Muslims or something. You know, what I mean that they're trying to like f- f- create that type of uh, alliance. You know, uh, uh, forces yeah. coming together, right?
1: and we were talking about that as well like this the, the average uh, sweden democrat voter in sweden for example they they've been demonized for so many years for decades for opposing mass immigration for being against muslims and here they get a, a free free range to hate on muslims as much as they want it's like cathartic for them. Finally, the mainstream won't demonize me for being against these Palestinian demonstrations and thinking that these terrible anti-Jewish people should just be deported from our country. So they, they definitely have a lot of these nationalists uh, in, in their grip with the pro zionism where they can't discern the difference. It's, and it's because they're not thinking about race. They're not putting race first because uh, Jews are a different race and they have different interests. And in this case, they are using all these white people for for their own needs in order to, you know, ramp up this resistance against Palestinians.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then at the same time, you know, they get these Muslim populations very riled up in the West and Western countries. And I mean, again, our leadership, right? Like, look at the EU, the European Union, right? They projected you know, Israeli flags on, on their buildings early on in the conflict and stuff like that. And it's almost like begging to be attacked. Uh, mm. and, and again, it, not that it's right if it, if it would happen, but it's like, how retarded can you be? You know what I mean? You bring in all these people. Look at France, for example, right? They bring in all these people, but then they, they, they like pass all these laws. Like, no, you can't wear a hijab and you can't be true, true, you know too pro-Israeli. It's almost like, you need to be. You need to become us and be us, but still be this different race. And we just must have you. In our, we must have you in our countries. We can't just. You know, yeah. why not deport them then if their behavior? I mean, again, sure, maybe Germany is looking at that, but we'll see what happens on that front. It's it's highly likely that that's not going to go through. Uh, but they they might pass laws to try to restrict behavior or things like that. It's almost like we want them to mix with us. We want them to be be us, become us, mix out with us, and mix, you know, with our children. And then it will be this wonderful, just you know, multi-racial utopia—a bunch of deracinated people that have no allegiances, uh, nor to European countries, nor to the Arab world. I guess maybe that's their plan.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I definitely think it is. And there's a few different motives. Like you have racial strangers that come to the north. And they're definitely there to colonize, to create their own community and to be among their own and have their own religion and all that kind of stuff. And then you have some uh, Arabs or racial strangers that want to become Swedish. They want to become part of the Swedish society. And they think, as many Swedish people think, or white people think, that uh, a mocha brown future is really nice and peaceful and we'll all be the same and it's going to be wonderful. But we think that it's best that the people that come here, they keep their customs, they keep the hijab on yes. and they segregate yep. into their own areas. So when the time comes, we can point at them and say yeah. that yeah. these are the people that are going to go home. They're,
0: they're not home. us, they're, they're separate from us like, yeah
1: exactly. so the, yeah. the more we mix, the harder this separation is going to become yeah and that's what we're fighting against. For sure. And, and another reason, maybe that's a little bit unrelated, but another reason is there. Are, it's not just Arabs and Africans that are coming. It's also Thai people and Filipino right. people yep. that are marrying white men yep. and creating these half-caste babies. There's thousands of them by now in Sweden. It's crazy. They're yeah. yep, everywhere. True. If it's, you go to Ika, there they are every single time. Oh, and I'm like, what a waste. I know. Now you created this rootless child. Yep. <laughs> like a, a side note, I had a, a an electrician that was one of these Kalergi uh, babies. Now, but he was half, uh, <laughs> half half Thai, and he said that his mother divorced his father and went back home to Thailand. Really? And I'm like, oh, I left him there with no roots, no identity. She oh, didn't like it anymore, so she went back home. And I was like, it's so tragic, and it's probably happened so many times. Oh yeah, and.
0: It I usually do doesn't that, work out, right? Isn't that one of the stats, yeah, I yeah, think?
1: Because they only come for, I don't know, the comfort and then they regret it because it's not their roots. They don't feel at home here. And this half-caste doesn't feel at home anywhere anymore. Yeah, so it's, that's it, one of it, the things that we want to definitely avoid.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's cruel, uh, uh, to be honest. Uh, we've played clips in prior shows of some of them talking. They don't really feel they belong here nor there. Uh, there are mm-hmm. medical... Uh, you know, problems, blood donations, bone marrow. There's all these uh, organ yeah. donation, I think, which is like unique just to mixed race, uh, you know, kids or people, whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a major problem, and no one is, you know, thinking or telling them this. They just, oh, this is wonderful. We're, let's have this idea, you know, let's let's plan. It's like you know, eugenics, mm-hmm. right? It's like a reversal of of uh, yeah. of, of doing what's best for and I, us.
1: And I always meme that you know race race mixing is a sin and i'm not christian i'm not religious but race mixing is literally a sin against well national socialism and everything that i stand for but that's not because i hate non-white people right it's because it's just wrong to do it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um... like the- yeah, and we showing some some. I saw came across some graphs on this recently regarding this uh, I- issue as well. Mixer's adults are more likely than monoracial Caucasians adults to never get married, not obtain at least a bachelor's degree, to be unemployed, have worked fewer weeks in a year than when working. I'm not sure that's a really huge issue, yeah, but still,
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: poor performance at work. Okay, have lower household income, uh, be it's poor. You say this like Asian women
1: that have babies with Aryan men, they have to have C sections because the cranium right. is too large yeah. to push out of their vagina. Yep. That should tell you something about race mixing.
0: Exactly. Yep. No, there's all race. kinds of things like that, that they don't, they don't tell you that. And then of course, it's, again, it's cruelly, it's not, you know, it's not fair for these, to these kids. They feel completely deracinated and out of place and not belong yeah. and stuff, depressed, all yeah, these I, issues. I
1: never, I never blame the children, not no. even the immigrant children that come here. Like they, they are innocent. And children that are being raised by, you know, gays or children that are being put in positions, they didn't choose, right? You know, it's not their fault. They're the victims always.
0: Yep. Yep. And then later, unfortunately, some of them grew up and then become anti-Swedish. They do their crimes and stuff. Mm. It's okay. It's like what in Sweden? I think it's true in many other countries, too. Yeah, it is actually a uh, second third even fourth generation of yeah. immigrants are actually right. even more out of out of place and they're the ones who are most likely yeah. to be attracted to more extreme you know extremist ideologies such as you know uh, they do the islamic you know terrorism and things like this or whatever yeah.
1: and they're also more involved in the crime that we're seeing right now with the shootings and yeah. the drug dealing. yeah because they have no identity they don't know where to go they have no roots they have no culture what are they gonna do they just uh, you know yeah, they come feel outside.
0: Criminal. Yep. They feel make outside. a lot of money, make a lot of money. Exactly. And they can make a lot of money on that too, by the way, that, yeah. that whole thing. I mean, we've we, recently in Sweden, just, uh, the insane levels here of like, I mean, we, I, I mentioned this dropped this in another stream once, but like, or is one of these classic, well, what is, is was that thirties or forties? You remember when or was, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Sorry. yeah um, Classic, my my grandfather spoke about this, like never you know, waving his finger, like the military should never be involved, you know, like they shot and killed this commie once, and it was up north in Sweden. I forget. I, I'll Google it in a second here, but anyway. Uh, but 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 now, of course, you know, because of diversity and multiracialism in Sweden and this wonderful utopia we're building up there, uh, now they're contemplating bringing out the military because they're losing control. Right, I, I, I'm not sure that's moved ahead since then, but there was this uh, news stories about a couple of weeks ago. Where the current prime minister of Kristiansand is considering, uh, you know, asking for advice at least by, by the military, can you step in? We have, we're basically they're losing monopoly, the monopoly violence that a state has. It's like the one thing they have. That's a, what you know. It's the only thing they have, and they're losing yeah,
1: that. are supposed to be doing <laughs> securing the stability of our society. Yeah, and they completely lost. It like they literally have better weapons. The, than the police. They have uh, AKs and grenades and I don't know rocket launchers probably. Uh, so uh, yeah, but they could. like they could if they wanted to. This has always been my point. If we wanted to solve this, of course we could solve it. We have special forces uh, that knows uh, who to attack and where. Uh, it's not a secret who's dealing the drugs or who's doing the shootings. It's, uh, and even if they're caught, they, uh, you know, I don't know if they are going to like be deported or anything like that, because they are Swedish. like their second and third generation, they're not going to be deported. They're just going to spend some time in prison and they're going to be out again because being in prison is like, uh, having a nice Ikea apartment with a PlayStation two. Yeah. Uh, it's not really punishment for them they don't care, they don't care about the punishment they're like, oh shit, I take a break I can go and get some free meals for a while and then I can continue when I get out Yeah. or not, it yeah. doesn't matter these people are going to do it anyway and it's it's gone down in the ages now uh, because y- you have full, I don't know if I'd call this in, in English, but it's like full uh, punishability <laughs> when you're 21 <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, you're exactly, you're a juvenile, yeah. right? Your sentence is a juvenile yeah, so, under so from
1: 18. 18 to 21 is like a special thing. And then after 21, you're a full adult, you, you get full punishment. Yeah. But before 18, you're literally not, uh, you know, eligible for punishment or whatever you could call it. So you have all these youths that are killing people now. These are 16 and 17-year-olds that are just shooting other 16 and 17-year-olds and other older people. They don't know what to do with them because they put them in youth care. They put them in, they incarcerate them somewhere, but they don't know More what lemonade to
0: do. and cinnamon rolls and uh, bouncy yeah. castles.
1: Like, <laughs> but what do you do? It's like, this is a like really violent 16-year-old that could kill you if you just give him a gun. He'll just shoot you Yeah. and, and run out of there. Yeah, you have to deport them. You have to get rid of them. We can't keep these people. The the solution is to just remove all of them so that we don't have to deal with it anymore. So the solution definitely exists, and they don't want to do it. So they're sending in the military to do surveillance and do some, like, uh, I don't know, some operations. But they're not obviously gonna kick in the doors and start rounding people up that's no, not what it's no, about no. it's about resources that they don't have yeah like having a lot of people around to surveil the situation in the neighborhoods i think is mostly what they, they're gonna have drones and helicopters and stuff like that
0: until it escalates further because that's inevitable I think.
1: yeah because that's what I was wondering. What if they shoot the military? Yeah. What if they just, you know, rocket launch the helicopter or something? What, what happens? Do we attack then? Do we Yeah.
0: Do we do? And, when do and, and we? And attack? how do you do that? Who's an enemy combat? I mean, it's so, it's yeah. c- so complicated, right? But part of me is that that's what they wanted. They wanted that to ha ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. You can't do anything now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Ha <laughs> ha. Your countries are lost forever. Like, no, no, we have to, we have to loss needs to be passed that nullified from this year to this year, right, of of what happened here was basically unlawful. It was not, the people wasn't asked or whatever. I mean, you have to nullify these things. It's the same thing with the- From 1975. (laughs) Right. I'm serious. The, The problem is, and I mean, we're talking just practical solutions, like what will this look like here, is of course, okay, you might be able to do I don't know what, then, a a genetics test on these people or something, right? You know, like, okay, where are you actually from? Now there's a problem of getting those countries to accept these people also in return. Otherwise, what do you do? You have to have some no man's land. You have to build a, you know, know, somewhere on the ocean. You have to build an artificial island to put them on or something. I, I don't know.
1: That's another issue with Hamas and the Gaza Strip is that as long as this is going on, we can't send these Palestinians back to where they belong. Because right. uh, yeah. there's nowhere to live, literally. Yeah. It's just rubble soon. Yep. So they need to crush Israel in this uh, in this conflict, so that uh, they have. Uh, because a lot of them want to return home. I'm not saying most of them. I'm just saying a lot of them didn't want to leave. Israel made them leave, mm. and uh, you know it's the same kind of with Syria, but not really a lot of the Syrian, we got a lot of the shit Syrians <laughs> to be honest, but, but there are Syrians that would probably go home if, if everything was okay and Syria was building back up and it was nice to go to. Well,
0: uh, ironically, so, it's at the least national the
1: East would benefit us, like,
0: at least. Right, right. I, I mean, ironically, it's the nationalistic people that stayed. Right. It's the people that don't care that left is like, oh, all right, I guess I can go to another hotel for a while or, you know, whatever, like they see our countries as some, you know, it's a motel yeah. room for them but temporarily or whatever.
1: And especially the Afghans, those are the people that I resent the most. Because Why? Because these were people that were living in peace in Iran for years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when the doors opened, they all claimed asylum. And there was this information. like Swedish government was having information uh, websites about how to get to Sweden and seek the asylum and get the benefits and all that stuff in Afghanistan in the you know, Arabic or whatever they speak, uh, so that they would come. And these are just opportunists. These aren't refugees. They were just hanging out in Iran and like, oh my God, we can go there and get some chicks. Yeah, nice. I know.
0: And in some cases there's this TikTok trends now where they're like showing these, you know, Arabs going to Europe and getting like money. and car or like a, a you know white girlfriend and shit like this like it's and you know there's like some subversive stuff behind this as well you know go there and you'll get cool shit uh it, it's so materialistic and stuff and again this is just a, that's why they're economic migrants they're opportunistic they just jump on this the door is open and they go because they can i remember a few times asking you know like you know in a taxi whatever this is a while ago now but you ask some of these people it's like an Iraqi guy right? like why are you here and it's like I don't know, even here in the US when we were here or someone from like Eritrea or something like, Hey, why are you here? Oh, well, I had a family member that's here. So, you know, it's like, well, the door was open. So I just walked in. I but I don't know why I'm doing this. You know, it's like they don't have a good explanation for it. They're yeah, here so because the they can't.
1: Obviously. Yeah. The, the first step is obviously to close the door.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Close the door the other way. And then the second know? thing, okay. layer to this, right, is, is hopefully to create an environment there are not, and you know, we don't have to. I, I agree with you, hundred percent. We're not. Whites are different that way, right? We, we're 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 moral in a different. You know, we have that morality. We we've been our kindness has been exploited, right? It's our Achilles heel. It's been used against it. It's been weaponized against us. Our our hospitality, our kindness, our universality. And you can argue those yeah. are bad properties and we need to do away with them. But I don't think most white people, European descent, today. Are going to be convinced by saying we need to turn as mean and as wicked and evil as possible. Yeah. I don't think you're going to win people over that way, right? You have to just, you have this to. Thing, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, like our, we're the only race that uh, can apply objectivity in a way that we have done. And that's why we're such uh, a success when it comes to inventions and innovations overall, because we have this perspective where we try to. Um, uh, look at the things on a macro level and, you know, sort things out. These other ethnicities, they don't do that. They're literally clan mentality, which benefits them in a real sense. Like now in Sweden with the ghettos and the no-go zones, this clan mentality really benefits them. And our way of trying to resolve this conflict by trying to put ourselves into their shoes and all that shit that's not benefiting us, but that's what we do. And I think we cannot uh, we cannot uh, breed that out of us. we can't ignore that, but we have to find a way where we can use that because I mean we can use uh, rational, solutions to uh, solve this problem and it, it can be very humanitarian even though yeah. i really don't care how ma- humanitarian it is personally right, right but we can definitely come up with solutions to solve this problem
0: yeah we must uh, we have to i think we can do it uh, to imply that it's impossible is is to uh, to minimize you know what yeah, we what we right, are capable of
1: yeah. Did you see the stuff from Pakistan? Exactly. I was just going to make like, that over, as a reference. Going yep. to Deport over a million of Afghanistan. Yep. <laughs> and what like can, mean,
0: Canada or something is already like making
1: <laughs> some
0: fucking deal with these people. Sending tickets. Come here's on, here's come some of the footage from. Look at this here. Here here they're yeah. lining up Afghans living in Pakistan set to be deported. Yeah. Uh
1: and, they're just loading up the trucks and sending them off. They don't yeah. give a shit.
0: So, if they can do it, uh, we can do it too. Yeah. It must be this. Lived,
1: yeah, go ahead. They've lived for decades, these people. They have no roots in Afghanistan, these people. And Pakistanians, they don't give a shit. They just, no. we need to get rid of you because we can't afford this. Yeah. <laughs> go away.
0: Well, that's the other thing, right? Our welfare system, ironically, again, the worse economically we are, the more. It, there will be things done for us here, I think, in the next probably sooner, but let's say, decade, five to 10 years. That is going to be advantageous for for what we want to achieve here. Meaning, if you have a, a, a economic destabilization, which means less Gibbs, uh, less likely for welfare and handouts. It's not going to be as easy anymore. You have housing shortages. On top of that, if you can just create an an environment of, and that's what point I want to make earlier, but didn't get around to it. But like just really strong in-group nationalistic type of mentality among the swedish people among the french people among the german people and so forth etc right you, you yeah. can you you have a lot of dissentive already for some of these people like is it really worth being here like we don't feel welcome you have that one story. i'm not sure what happened with that but it's like it was going around It was funny it was this one girl it was like i'm burning my swedish passport or something because i forget was it over the quran burnings or was it something else but People were like, "Oh, is that, is that all it takes to get some people to like denounce their Swedish citizenship? Great, let's do more of that." Whatever that was, you know, kind of yeah,
1: thing. Yeah, wasn't that like she did it in her own country?
0: Yeah, like, I think so, right?
1: It, it, it was an old passport. I think someone like zoomed in on that. It was, like, <laughs> oh,
0: <shit>. Right, <laughs> it so, wasn't even valid. There's that. So it was
1: just for, for their views, I
0: guess, for, <laughs> for the, the whole... for the clicks, right? Yeah, but just yeah. I mean, hopefully, we'll we'll you know humanity overall will yes. and, and not that we need that we, we we just need to do this for ourselves and and for again this is the moral position to for for us to preserve our ourselves our our people um, this is the this is what needs to be done right we, we need to move in this direction yeah. we need to retain control yeah. of our countries and our own destiny once again that's that's it
1: yeah whatever is best for our people that's what we need to do
0: yeah uh, and hopefully we can create some kind of environment where Maybe at some point in the future, uh, people realize this is a failed experiment, at least to at least to a certain extent you have. Maybe it won't happen in every country or whatever. Right. But at least those who want to, you know, stop this and reverse these things, they can move in that direction. And people again realize like, you know what? It's it's better to live around people like your own. And you go, okay, you know what I mean? With transportation, with again, even citizenship, the way that it is. Uh, I, I don't necessarily like the way it's going with globalization, and I realize that could reverse also at any at any moment, but but regardless, be it as, as it may, the trajectory we're on right now is that citizenship is like you know, toilet paper now, essentially it's easily accessible, sure. right? It, it's just it's everywhere. You can get whatever. But it, maybe at some point there will be this like, oh, therefore, we might as well live in this country where our, our people like us are. Maybe hopefully that's a mentality that kicks in here at some point. Uh, but if if that isn't, then we're going to create, have to create zones right, in our countries where we are and just for our people or something. There needs to be at least some intermediary solution. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. Swedish and zones. People need to become, yeah, people need to become a lot more ethnocentric. Yes. That's uh, what white people need right now. And they need to realize that well, again, race is the foundation of everything. That's where your culture comes from. That's where your personality comes from. It's your genes. It's it's everything that matters. And once those genes are gone, then it's too late. It's not, uh, it, it's irreversible. So we need to create, uh, well, the Nordic Resistance Movement, obviously, uh, are encouraging people to join us in our very ethnocentric, uh, national socialist organization, and uh, to organize locally and to get to know people and build bonds and uh, have uh, the clan mentality.
0: Yeah, folk first—that's the, the the term I like. Folk first, and you have all these different ethnic groups in Europe. You have the different countries, and you know, because sometimes even they see, look, I have nothing whatsoever against, and I know that. Nordic criticism moving in, in that direction as well of, of Nordic cooperation, but even but even that right, you hear sometimes like well, Israel is a small country, you know. You've heard what Barbara Spector, mm-hmm. I think it was, like referring to that, or maybe it was one of that other one of these activists or whatever. But and it's like well, yeah, but you know, Denmark is still different from from, from Sweden and and Finland. We we can cooperate. We come from the same, ethnic think, root at some point. The further back you go, obviously, right? But still. These are still different countries. They're smaller than Israel. It's not just like, oh, the, let's say Hungary opposes immigration. Well, that's kind of like, uh, that's your ethno state right there then. It's like, no, that's that's just, that's just Hungarians. Yeah. You know what I mean? With that, that's not yeah. good enough. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying.
1: But at the same time, I'm like willing. It's very controversial to think, but in a thousand years, we don't know what the white race is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Because this we're in dire straits in Europe right now. All of our countries being overrun with all these people. So we definitely need cooperation, and the Nordic Resistance Movement is always looking for organizations that have uh, sin- similar sentimentalities, if that's the word, by similar points as us. And it's literally the uh, racial question and the Jewish question. If you've got these two down, then uh, we can talk and that's what I think that most, uh, or but not most, that, that's what I think what, what all pro-white organizations need to consider if they're going to organize or try to fight this. And they kind of go into each other because Jews is a race and Jews are organizing to, like you showed there with mass immigration, and, uh, well, they own the media, they own the banks, they run Hollywood, and uh, <laughs> all the degenerate stuff and all that kind of stuff.
0: What's the Chai comms that ran Hollywood? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's the well, Muslims <laughs> that are running yeah, Hollywood, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, if, uh, if Hamas wins, like, according to these anti-Brown people, like, maybe Hamas and the Palestinians will just uh, take over Hollywood and do all the porn in the future. <laughs> no, I think if well, have Israel that, disappears... Have that one girl, right? Planet. What's her
0: name again? Uh, this is a Muslim-born <laughs> Muslim star or something they're pointing to. Well, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mira. You know, no, not Mira. Oh, I forgot her. Mia. Yeah, Mia I, I have
0: something. a meme. Let me see. I can pull that yeah. up here. Someone made it anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah, she was tweeting about uh, how horrible Israel was.
0: Yeah, uh, something like that. And then she were, like, she were like booted off from all the uh, pla- the porn platforms or something. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, that was the meme. That's right. Let me see if I, I can pull this in uh, real quick as well. Mia funny.
1: Khalifa, I think it is. Uh, that's Mia. right. Let
0: me see here. Is that what's in the, uh, let me see. Here it is here. Yeah, Israel's biggest movie star at right? Gal-, Gal Gadot, or whatever her name is, right? Hamas's biggest movie star. And someone on who hired the Hamas girl? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, of course, it's a true story. And then, of course, the woke archive goes on and bans the person that's asked them. That. <laughs> well, yeah, how was she? How was she let in there to begin with? <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. Uh, all right. So, so I guess with the, with some of that out of the way, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the stuff the Nordic resistance movement has been uh, keeping up with here. Then I know we had a short little. Maybe that's a good time to pray. It. Crash Zionism in Stockholm. Had a little protest. Is that a couple of days ago?
1: Yeah, uh, it was translated a couple of days ago, but it's uh, two weeks ago. I think we did the the demonstration itself, and it was during one of these uh, pro Palestinian uh, demonstrations in the central Stockholm. We went there and they burnt the Israeli flag, and uh, you know, they they were not too happy, you know, because you know we get accused of having allied ourselves with these pro Palestinian. Uh, uh demonstrators but no they are they have leftists and uh, communists among them that yes. are rallying against the nazis you exactly know? that's it they're against so,
0: israel because they're the new nazis that's why right
1: <laughs> yeah exactly the colonialist nazis whatever you know th- it's definitely true so no we're not allying ourselves we were just showing that uh yes we want to crush uh Zionism too but for different reasons
0: yeah ex- exactly <laughs> Well, I mean, again, if you look at it, man, it's been a, a problem in the region. It's driven all these uh, driven migration, war. Yeah, but it's conflict, insane. You
1: like, know. you know, you had uh, uh, ten stuff on a few years ago, mm-hmm. and when you had him on, I, I looked at everything that he's done. He's done a, a series, a long podcast series on literally Jewish identity and that was like my uh, kevin mcdonald you know my, my cultural critique going through that uh, podcast series and he lists all the things that israel has been doing over the years like anything from organ smuggling to human trafficking to prostitution <clears throat> to yep. slavery mm-hmm. drug trading arms trading and then all this stealing of technology that they're doing so that they can have back doors into every single software that we're using on our computers and they have the hasbro trolls that sit and changes wikipedia and sits mm-hmm. on reddit and just does all this stuff if israel is wiped off the map that doesn't exist anymore literally it disappears <clears throat> overnight because even if israel is at war they are too busy to do all this stuff so it's just positives to have them not able to operate.
0: Yeah, I've shown some of these headlines here. Right, Israel becoming safe haven for pedophiles with laws that allow mm-hmm. any Jews to legally return. Activist claims tip of the iceberg, and they say here foreign sex offenders, but of course they're they're Jewish, right? Sex offenders yeah. finding refuge in Israel. Uh, anyway, this goes this goes on and on here. How Jewish American pedophiles hide from justice in Israel. And the first one I showed was yesterday: modern slavery in Israel, the women yeah. victims of human trafficking. Uh, but um, yeah, no my my only concern is that it is offset. That's offset to another country somewhere. Isn't that why people <laughs> there's some kind of conspiracy going on for a while that's like that's right. That's why the Ukraine thing was happening. They're going to set up some new like Kazarian empire in Ukraine yeah, yeah. in case things scary. goes wrong in Israel or some shit like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, we'll see about that. That hasn't played out yet. Yeah, it has we'll not.
0: See. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, here's the video. Let's take a look at this one here. You guys are up. To- Yep, uh that's what it looks like so uh it was uh was there any scuffles there with some of the other uh, people that was at uh, Sergon's story what yeah, was that
1: th- yeah there was a few at the end there there was uh, a lot of people that were you know coming at us Yeah. <clears throat> so. that's
0: that, that's what I'm thinking uh now this is fascinating right so you're there, you're burning the Israeli flag. Imagine that the UK and London, right? When you show up with the Israeli flag, I think, they, I think they're going to end up in trouble there. I don't think they realize like how bad it is there. I mean, I mean, man, I've seen some of this footage, and it just it, it, again, it okay, great, they're against Israel, or whatever. But again, going back to the point we made before. This is because they're 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 anti they're anti white, they're anti Western. You know what I mean? So no, these people are not our allies uh, uh, for sure. And I'm not even sure you you, know, you don't have to team up with anybody, obviously. But you can you can push you can have two different strands pushing in the same direction for different reasons or whatever. That's just what it is, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, and the this whole thing, you know, has been just like the ban the ADL campaign. This has been an insane red pilling opportunity on the history of Israel on on Twitter and other platforms like Telegram. So much information everything from the balfour declaration all the way through the terrorism and uh, the 80 years of terrorism that they have done uh, like the the uss liberty that kind of stuff uh, so many more people and i forget about these people sometimes but people are still coming to our side i know people are yeah. still even through even though the censorship they're still finding our material and they're like They're like, wow. They're like, I didn't know this stuff. And they're like, this is old news, man. Where have you been?
0: (laughs) They're (laughs) just waking up to some of this stuff. Not even, you know. Exactly. And I think that's uh,
1: terrific. You know, it's it's an opportunity to red pill more people. That's all It, it all it is.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, we should not for, uh, forget uh, that, and I think, in fact, again, the worse the worse these things kind of get, to be honest, uh, the more people, I think, will come to our side. Well, hopefully, you know what I mean? And even as you said, even with the censorship, and I, I guess that's a good opportunity to mention that, because first I was like, oh, we'll mention the beginning or whatever, but you guys are—I'm are, not sure if Odyssey now is your main platform or whatever— Mm. Uh, but this I'm not sure it's related to censorship, but apparently Odyssey is going to, or Library, which is the first, you know, they were funded like Library, and they did a crypto token and all that stuff, like, they're going up for auction, uh, and mm-hmm. they, I forget how many days theres they've set for this, the, the statement here is, looks like Odyssey, was that what it was, okay, uh, auction, and interested parties need to contact seller by 4pm East, Eastern Time tomorrow, which is, I believe, today then, uh, ninth, yes, okay. So, we, which could mean that Odyssey uh, is going down. Now, I'm not sure if it's related to censorship at all. I think this might just be one of the side effects. The SPLC, the uh, the, the lovely organization over in the U.S. here, had a, a, a uh, hit piece on Odyssey just a few days before. The announcement might have been earlier, but I just spotted it like today. But it, 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 the announcement is from a few days ago. And they were going through this, how extremists are making... Uh, money on odyssey and they're getting out their message or whatever in fact you you guys were mentioned as one of the i think second in the in the hit piece here uh, the nordic resistance movement nice that's good that's good yeah it means you're doing yeah, you're doing something right when you're over the target as i say
1: yeah you know i was really excited about odyssey when it first kicked off very early adopter uh, because i was a library just like yourself i saw that you were a library uh, tried library and then when odyssey came about i was like wow this is great like obviously i hate bit shoot i have an anti-bit shoot stance mm-hmm. i wish them all the worst but maybe because they banned us i don't know if you know about that they banned i us. know they, they yeah. deleted all of our channels and everything all the material that had our name in it and everything they didn't even contact us nothing it was just because we were terrorists according to Uh, hope not hate that's who he was talking to the the founder of uh, bit he was talking to hope not hate about uh, it
0: it was not it it was not that the uk government had contacted him and said you better uh, bow down to Ofcom's requirements and therefore otherwise we'll basically just confiscate your website right was that yeah yeah,
1: that's how it practically that's how it worked for sure okay but there was this article and he was talking about hope not hate and he's like yes they're helping me to to go through the content and stuff like that it's like, uh, if you okay. have someone that's talking to hope not hate that's just like talking to SPLC or adl or expo in sweden mm-hmm. if they're talking to these people they're not your friends that you should exclude them from your life so that's what i did yeah But anyway i was really excited about odyssey and uh, it was the first time in years that our podcast actually grew because we were in a ghetto on spreaker uh, for years until we were completely deleted from there as well without an email nothing yeah just deleted one day uh so now i feel like uh yes if someone uh, that is based uh, buys this that, that that would be amazing that obviously. would be very good
0: yeah i mean the but, sec uh, really it, went after odyssey this is i forget when that was right but they targeted yeah, them yeah. and even actually the entire crypto sector as such was being targeted it was this debate over is it what was it is it an a, 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 or not, securities or? or is it a an asset or i forget what the exact terms was for it but it was something like that uh, yeah, it says it down there, right? assets, assets, and if it is, then uh, or if it is the securities, we have to overhaul the entire crypto sector or whatever, but it's clear that they were targeted, I mean, early on, and that started some of their woes, but somebody, and... You know, X is not any better, Twitter or whatever, but you know, people are like, oh, Elon could buy it, you know. Uh, No, 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 no. (laughs) Don't let him buy it. They'll ban me from there. (laughs) Yeah, because you got, did you you get your Twitter account back? And then, like yesterday, I was was like, I'll find Andreas again. It was something I was looking for there. I forget what it was. And it's like, oh, you're gone again.
1: I've literally had five accounts (laughs) since, uh, five personal accounts since uh, Elon Musk took over. And I'm not posting anything that radical. Like it's less, less radical. It's just my videos, my hey buddy videos. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. And that the last account that you boosted, you and Lana and Mm Vikerness boosted, Mm -hmm. and it went crazy over like 24 hours. I got hundreds of followers, and then bam, gone. Yeah. Like that account was like two days old. So. Uh, And the reason for it is that there is a clause or like a point in their rules now, rules of conduct, Mm -hmm. is that hateful organizations are not allowed on the platform. That is why uh, Patriotic Alternative, Nordic Resistance Movement, National Justice Party, Mm -hmm. a Patriot Front, they're not allowed on, on the platform, but no one's pointing out what's so hateful. No one's defining hate. Or no, of course like not. That. They're not interested in, like, making an actual thing we can follow. They just want to get rid of us, which is funny. Like, it's something that I've thought about so much. What is the op really? Because you're still on there, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't know why.
0: So. Proves we're feds, I guess. But it's like yeah, it's the only—it exactly. <laughs> was the only platform <laughs> really. We haven't been we have, like uh, banned from because its um, um, name
1: nowadays. Yeah, uh, Lucas Gage. Lucas Cage? Lucas Gage. Yeah, Lucas Gage, yeah. And uh, you have, uh, yeah, these characters and yourself, like you have an insane amount of interaction. Like you're doing really well, and you're saying the same things that we would be saying if we were on the platform. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, is it the organization? Like, is it getting organized in a pro-white organization that they want to prevent? Like Could they don't be
0: want that Fa- Facebook banned us because we were a violent, dangerous organization. They, they, I mean, SPLC, which is you know what this is hit piece on artists is, they classified. You know like us individually as like a hateful group and then the website was its own individual group that was also like organizing and shit like that so i guess it's just how the platform considers what organization is or something i don't know but clearly there's someone on the back end like feeding them you know this information it's
1: strange because you have like american renaissance you have uh, uh, what's it called well there's a, a lot of characters that I think initially got their accounts back maybe they were banned again. I think
0: Jared and Ameren got their back, but uh, yeah, there's some that got back on there for a while and then they were banned again. I think, yeah, Mark Collett, wasn't he one of them? He got it back for a little bit. Yeah, he got he came back and he had like millions of interactions. He had
1: crazy tweets for a few weeks and yeah. he was banned. And then
0: boom, bon- gone again. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm on a Twitter break for now, but I I love the platform uh, because of the interaction, you know, yeah. and I've always done it ever since uh, I joined first in 2017 and I've had like over 20 accounts by now. It's pretty crazy, but it, it's just such a, an amazing platform if they would just let it free, if they would just let it be yeah. and people could just say what they wanted that's not illegal. Anything that's illegal, they can delete.
0: whatever. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I don't know how they I don't know what the reasoning is how they filter. Is there some external pressure? I know they still have issues internally. There's still some shit libs in there, and you know he's apparently you know I mean he's 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 you know in the middle of the road. Obviously someone like Elon Musk, but I genuinely think he's. I mean, he's he's tweeted out some shit, which is like, oh, good. You know, like, there was a, that one thing about how they want to exterminate white people or whatever. He, like, he joined in on that and shit like that. So th- that's good. I mean, it, it's still a net positive, but then I don't understand why, like... You guys or Jared Taylor or uh, Kevin McDonald, he had his account, I think, yeah, shut. Kevin uh, as well, yeah. like the, Why? You know, I mean, it's very odd and random. I I, I don't understand it yet, so it's yeah, very... And
1: Nick Fuentes as well. I think Nick Fuentes now has, like, a, a rando account that is on there. Yeah. But uh, he's been banned several times since. Uh, Alex Jones, I don't know if he got, came back or not. I don't know. I think he, he never did. Really I, someone
0: asked him, <laughs> no, we're not letting Alex Jones on. Well, really? Why? You know? You, yeah, exactly. He personally responded. So I'm
1: no, under no impression that Elon Musk is like specifically targeting us or anything like that. Right? Yeah. the activists that are in control. And uh, wasn't she a Jewish yenta, There's a woman that he hired for content moderation or whatever it was? I forget her name now.
0: Not sure. But
1: uh, yeah, she was talking about the the lawful, but awful.
0: Oh, wasn't <laughs> that, that the uh, World Economic Forum chick? What's her name yeah, again? uh Yuc- Yucarino. Is that the one you're thinking Jack of? Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Some literally world economic forum shit yeah. labor, or whatever she was. But it's like, oh, it's going to be good for the advertisers. She had some uh, tie into the advertisers, right? It's 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 because yeah. it's, it's still that, like, oh, he monetarily we have to do do good financially and shit like that, right? That's one of the motives they have to. Anyway, uh, have you have you and I I, not that you might laugh at this, but like have have you guys tried Rumble? Have you tried some of those? Were you booted off? Yeah, we're on Rumble. We are on Rumble. Okay, okay, good.
1: We're on Rumble for sure.
0: Okay, good. All right. So,
1: uh, I mean, and I don't think I think Rumble's uh, threshold is uh, lower than Odyssey. Yeah, I think so too. Different impression. Like it's a conservator'd. platform yeah
0: exactly and Um,
1: they're going to be very pro-sionist for sure Uh, so if they do any modern the content uh, i don't know analysis or something i I don't think we're going to be on there for long because there's one thing there's one thing about what i've created my my content is that i just want to get to the truth and if the truth is awful (laughs) it's lawful but awful Mm -hmm. I'm going to post that because that's all I want to post. I want to post the memes that point out the the correct uh, narratives, and I want to make podcasts about Jewish subversion. I want to do podcasts about how the World War II uh, uh, was—you've been lied about World War II and Adolf Hitler and all that stuff. That's what I want to talk about, and that's what I want to post about. It's the only thing that's not allowed on the internet, literally. You you can you can post child porn and no one gives a shit. Post about Hitler, you get banned straight away. For or a while there, it like, was like
0: they they did, they did some shit on like the COVID stuff or whatever. But that was like a kind of a yeah. You know, that was one thing on the side in, in a way, right? That's that,
1: does a, not, that doesn't apply anymore. No, now you can really. you scream about COVID all you want. Yeah.
0: Yep. Now so they yeah. don't care. I think To be honest.
1: But Hitler is uh definitely the third rail
0: i think uh, yes uh, most certainly you can't uh you can't break that yeah that's a, it's a religious uh, religious devotion you have to have to uh the one-sided nature to, the, to that uh, particular piece of history so okay yeah. so that's something that we'll see what happens with odyssey there uh to be honest yeah. i'm not sure if that means services are going to go down you guys have built your audience over there we have as well um, it's been a great platform so far, so hopefully it does not go under. Someone steps in, kind of last minute, uh, some uh, venture capitalist in shining armor. <laughs> say, I'll buy it. I'll stand up for free speech. We'll see if that happens or not. But um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Some of the other things here, I wanted to uh, uh, talk about as well. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit of some of this, we, we mentioned some of the short videos, which I like, was that on a YouTube shorts that we played in one of the streams? Did you have, do you have hey. that account still? Is that up? or The yes. I- my,
1: my new pet project is my Hey buddy videos. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a passion project and it's because I've been banned everywhere. Like I, I've had to rethink what I'm doing online because it's not working out. So I've been running this channel called Tiva's comfy corner on telegram for a very long time. And it's just been my you know posting everyday stuff and posting meme comments and stuff like that and people have been enjoying it but it's literally shadow banned uh, from the google play store and if you're in uh, if you're on an apple device you can't even find it and you can't find me you cannot find andreas johansen on telegram even if you search for me if you have the normal app so i'm like i'm getting so frustrated because I like doing this and people like what I'm posting. I'm, I'm, you know, obviously getting some feedback that it's very positive and they enjoy it. But I'm tired of being in an echo chamber. So I'm trying to change that by changing my content, but still doing it in a way that it's fulfilling, that it has a purpose. It's, it's supposed to make people question things. So I started doing these Hey Buddy videos and they are ever so slightly pro-white. <laughs> Every single video is about race in the end, but it's not about hating non-white people. It's just about being white and then saying, oh, I love being white, and then seeing the reactions in the comments. You know, uh, and w- One video that was very interesting that I did is uh, I, I told people to try Googling happy white woman and see what you can see. And so many comments, they had never seen this before. And this was on TikTok. Uh, that uh, It's so interesting to see that people don't know about this subversion that is going on. And mm-hmm. it's so underhanded. And then when they see it, they, they, their mind is blown. Like they they had no idea that I was going on. So I don't know <laughs> if people have done that, but try googling "happy white woman." Yeah, there's v- yeah uh, ver- very
0: variations of that are like white families or something. I saw one uh, today, which is funny. Of course, it kind of worked in our favor. If the image results were true, maybe it was doctored, but it was three black t- teenagers and then three black uh, three white teenagers. And all the black teenagers are mm-hmm. like arrest photos and stuff, <laughs> like three black, like they're lined up next to each other. While like the white ones are like, you know, out on the beach, we're, like with their beach ball, or they were like doing, you know, making food together. So <laughs> that was funny. But, yeah, but uh, you
1: have this, yeah, but you have this really subversive <clears throat> stuff going on. Like, you have the <clears throat> Swedish documentary, the the history of Sweden coming oh, yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. Thank you
0: for bringing that yeah, up. We, I did we, want to mention that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. There,
1: there was also another. Uh, thing coming out of england you had all these infomercials or whatever they're not commercials they're like information uh, propaganda pieces about violence and crime and about the knife violence in london and stuff like that and then you have a uh, a white guy playing the villain in every single video Mm -hmm. there's been like five or more of these now that i've seen over the years it's been like over a year. Of these videos coming out, and they have the black guy stepping in and saying, Hey, mm-hmm. that's not okay. Like, you have a white guy harassing women, and this is like non white women as well. <laughs> it's like, What fucking planet are you living on? And then you have these black guys stepping in. It's like, it's like that meme, you know, where, where the black guy <laughs> puts out his yeah, it's
0: uh, keeping the white guy away. <laughs> Was that the Gillette commercial yeah. or something that's from? yeah uh,
1: it's, yeah it's yeah, absolutely yeah. and it's so underhanded that people can't see it unless they see it like just Google yeah, yeah happy white <laughs> you, have you have to be aware
0: see. of it exactly Um uh, yeah i mean you had the yeah the first swedes was one right the uk have had that too right um yeah the cheddar the man, man, man hoax they've yeah. done it in sweden they've done it all over basically just saying oh well that's it you know the you the
1: all well, the TV shows coming out of England with the black royalty and stuff yes, like that. Yes, exactly. It is so—it's
0: so bizarre. I don't know, I know. Uh, but they're—they're they're trying to—they're trying to push it. They try to put it hard, uh, push it hard rather. And uh, and yeah. the latest one was what was that calling it? The history of Sweden, right? That was the new one because I saw that was going Sweden. viral again. Yep.
1: And they—they they released part one uh, so far. That uh, I'm gonna check it. I haven't watched it yet, but from uh, what I've heard when they spoke about her on our Swedish radio show, Radio Nordfront, uh, is that they literally have uh, non-white people that have uh, blue-eyed lenses, like that uh, Somalian actor there, instead of having... What they said was, at least they could have chosen white people and then put some, you know, brown like black face <laughs> on them, that would be more realistic. Right. At least but having an ac- actual African with the uh, blue eyes is oh, a little geez. bit, rough, isn't it?
0: There's some good like uh AI art coming out on this right yeah. here. So you got the, the black Laplanders, <laughs> you know, the Sami, yeah. the African yeah.
1: <laughs> wonder what does the the Sami people think about this? I mean, they are <laughs> blackwashing their history too. That's right. I mean, are they going to turn racist as well? Are they going to be like red pilled by this SVT debacle? I'm just SVT. glad that they're
0: not slowing down, though. i yeah, yeah, yeah. i I mean, it's it's good. This is good for for Swedes, right? This is good for the uh, ethnocentrism that we need to come back into, because most people don't like this. I mean, they're, they're, right. I mean, yeah. most people they see what this is. And they might not yeah. f- they might not have all the background and you know agree on every single point, but they see like what's going on here you know <laughs> they're beginning to complain
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but one of the
1: nefarious things that they apparently did in this documentary is that they they mixed the visuals with really good science like they have interesting things to say about our history mm-hmm. and the, the things that they found and you you know, it 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 kind of makes sense. It's just that the visuals are non-white, So hmm. that the, the people watching it will be like, yeah, that was really good, and they didn't, uh, you know, catch on. Obviously, everyone's gonna notice that they're black. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter how many people care. And I think a lot of people, like you say. They take offense to it, just like the SAS commercial the other year when they said, yeah, you know, Viking just ancestors. like my Viking ancestors, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> that got a lot of people riled up. And that was actually <laughs> created by a Jewish uh, ah, ad uh, firm in Denmark. I'm so that, shocked. Uh, gave birth to that debacle.
0: There we go. There it is. You know, right here
1: every first. single time is something that I usually say.
0: Yep, that's yeah. right. We're no better than our Viking ancestors. It wasn't he like eating a hot dog somewhere like Copenhagen or something. I forget what it was. <laughs> <laughs> <So we laughs> put him ketchup
1: on the pasta.
0: No, I'm saying, you know, the, the dangerous part here seems to be that there's conservatives that want to like slow this down, right? You have like, mm-hmm. no, no, you know, we have to stop wokeness, you know, and it's like, yeah. Okay, sure, we do, but woke, wokeness now is just like a kind of a clown show that almost like is benefiting us of sorts, right? The damage is already done, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. I mean, sure, you have the stuff with, like, the kids or whatever. I don't like the anti-white programming that it continues. I, I, I shouldn't be—I shouldn't say that, but at least to—let pe- me put it this way. At least to people that are awake, they can yeah. look at the wokeness and kind of weaponize it against them a little bit. And I think that's helping to wake up people. That, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could be a, a lot smoother with this stuff, and they're not. So no. I, I guess that's a good thing. But they are showing this one in schools. There was a a teenager in our chat that was uh, saying that uh, they had that in school, and he, he screamed out loud and ran out of the classroom <laughs> because he was so pissed off. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, they're forcing the children to watch this in school now. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, I do have to so, check it out later. So evil. Yep, and
1: it do you do you know about Lilak Duelt? Yes, Sweden. Yes, yeah. So they're showing that to Like, um, like my son has been watching that since he was seven. In mm-hmm. school, every week on on Fridays, I think it is. They watch Lac Duelt, which is a state-sponsored a, a news show for New kids. News show for kids. Yeah. Yeah, and every time there is a controversial issue in the world or in Sweden. Like I ask him about the show, and like, what do they say about? Right now, they are showing, they not showing the stuff from from uh, the Gaza Strip, but they're definitely talking about the conflict.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like they were talking about uh, uh, Americans leaving Afghanistan, and all, all kinds of stuff that seven-year-olds don't need to be thinking. No, of, right? exactly. I know and you don't need to be programmed about all this bullshit at that early age. No. So it, it's really, really evil and malicious, what they're doing. And it's all paid by us. This is yep. uh, state-mandated uh, tax money that they're, they're living on these people.
0: The, the, yep. The, the, we, the, it has to change. Those things have to change. They just People have refused to yeah. pay it, whatever, like any way they can. You know what I mean? Stop yeah. supporting these. There was a these. funny
1: story the other week about them having to lay off a lot of journalists. Oh, good. From the, Swedish radio, excellent. Swedish state radio. And we're uh-huh. like, yeah, it's good, but is it gonna get less to, like uh, subversive? Probably not. No, of course not. No. It's but just it's gonna just gonna good to see, see them taking pay. hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, like, it should be the easiest thing to budget ever, because you have the same amount of billions coming out of the tax pot every year. So I don't know how they actually, you know, failed.
0: Because yeah, they're not getting
1: any extra money from people viewing it. They're not. No, no, exactly. Sort of revenue building, like it's illegal to profit from state-sponsored uh, shit or don't they, Don't
0: stuff. some of their sporting events actually have like ads in the background and shit like that? I thought they do. They they get sure. some. Uh, like the when they well maybe the Olympics is not on SVT anymore. I think they used to be. Maybe no. I'm dating myself here, but <laughs> yeah,
1: there's no there's, there's no ads or anything that that would no, be not in the, the
0: not in the stream. I guess yeah, not in the programming. I guess yeah, you're right that way. But just like yeah, you know, be
1: in the arena, and it would be on players and stuff.
0: Luck like that. behind True. even the actors. But yeah, anyway, I'm wrong yeah. about that. But okay uh point being th- this is how they they, they do right they, they literally they go into they take it out of your pocket <laughs> and then they mm-hmm. create subversive propaganda and shove it down your face the other thing of course yeah. is we have to stop you know watching it obviously and not have our kids watch yeah, it either
1: the, the funny thing about that is that we used to pay tv license and they used to go door to door and ask yeah yep. but
0: then that, that so didn't, didn't so. work out it? so they changed that Sorry, i
1: don't one have a tv <laughs>
0: I remember for a while, I think, uh, yeah, um, last time I had an encounter with them was something with the, they were like, well, do you have a computer, you know, or something like that? And they wanted to get money just because you had access to their website or some shit like that. Like, this is insane. And in the end, the way
1: they get you is that do you own a car? Do you have a radio in your car? Exactly. I know. Yeah. And then, then it was like, do you have a graphics card? Do you have a TV out possibility? Well, <laughs> then you can watch it on the TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god! So, what do you what do you think here? Uh, what are we what are we looking at here with uh, develop? Well, there, there's so many balls in the air at the same time here, of course. But like, uh, short term, uh, and, and if you want to long term or whatever. But do you think the conflict in, in Israel is going to escalate? Are we going to see other countries getting involved in that or or being dragged into it rather? uh is that a potential you know just i mean we're we going world war three here or is that uh is it just kind of peter out or it just continue? because the, the russia ukraine war there were granted there were people that said that about that too right like it's going to go nuclear yeah. at some point whatever it seems obviously it's going on but like i saw u.s and eu uh, people now from the EU, u.s and eu were like dropping the idea of like we probably need to talk about peace negotiations at this point but anyway um mm. what do you think is going to happen on that front
1: yeah, the thing about the russia ukraine war is that i was not excited for that I, the first the first reaction i had when that happened is like this is the war that we didn't need this is just going to mass murder white people yep and it's literally what's been going ever ever since this like uh, graphs on uh, like um oh, what, what, what would you call that like citizens in ukraine like the ages and there's a massive gap men in like young men they're being erased from ukraine and i'm like this is what we wanted to prevent like everyone that's been like not too excited about this war not being like oh ukraine needs to defend themselves or being like pro-russia like i'm neither I just didn't want all these people to die. Yep. And I exactly. don't think it's been worth it. I think it's been a fucking meat grinder. Yep. And no, oh, I don't think that what Russia has done is right either. No. But here. here we are, and I was never excited about that. Yeah. On the other hand, this war in the Middle East, I'm very excited about, and I hope for <laughs> all kinds of escalations in this war. I hope Iran actually gets involved. I'm very disappointed, even though. They are doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. They are fighting this through proxy, for sure. But you have Hamas and Hezbollah that are very bravely fighting this monster, this Goliath down there, and the Yemenis, and, well, hopefully Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan. They all just gang up and blow this fucking thing to bits and... uh, We can send all the Palestinians home after that. That's what I'm hoping. I'm not hoping for a World War III. I'm not hoping that Russia gets involved or China gets involved with America, like that kind of escalation. But definitely that the Arab countries just come together for for their brother folk. I I can't.
0: I can't determine if that has happened or not, or, or, or what they're mm. waiting for. I know there's some people that were like kind of disappointed, like where is uh, Hezbollah and are they going to, you know, join or whatever. Uh, I know some targets in Jordan are being hit by, you know, Israeli uh, IDF, you yeah. know, Air Force and According whatever.
1: According to stuff that I read, mm. uh, that Hezbollah has attacked, uh, like a lot, <laughs> they've been fighting a lot uh, on the border to Israel and the the yemenis have been fighting a lot and uh, you know israel has started the the ground offensive and the uh, palestinians have blown up so many tanks i mean it's hundreds of millions of dollars by now in tanks alone because they can't fight these people don't know war they just drive in with the tanks and they sit there and they think that they're safe and then they get blown up <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's so stupid but uh, the 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 Palestinian people, Hamas—they know war. They've been bombed for decades,
0: so that's all they know.
1: They yeah. don't even care. They—they yeah. they count on dying, and they don't care about dying. Yeah, they just want to fight, and they want to kill as many people as possible. So, yeah, and there's, there's obviously been these uh, American bases in Iraq that's been attacked, and now I heard that Americans have attacked Iranian proxies in Syria. Yep. Uh, So, there's a lot of things heating up, but there's no like, yeah, Iran is just going to move in and eradicate. Because it's interesting. I don't know if there was you that um, mentioned that, but you had Iranians being invited to Syria to help them fight ISIS. Whereas Americans are just in Syria completely uninvited. And now they're attacking these Iranian uh, troops. It's... uh, like the hy- hypocrisy of uh, israel and america is so disgusting like the way that israel has behaved towards syria for example mm-hmm. yeah they have bombed syria like every other month for years yeah they've they've sent missiles uh, into their cities and no one in the world gives a shit there's no headlines you can find the clips on telegram that's
0: literally it yeah, it's kind right. of like Yemen, I guess. Saudi Arabia, I've been fighting them, yeah, starving them exactly. out and shit like that. No one is like, oh, it's yeah. fine, I guess. That's why, like, when the was it the you, you what do they call it again? I'm going to say Houthi and Tutsi, but that's not it. What would they call it again? The Yemeni Houthis? Houthi. Oh, they are Houthi. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, it's kind of the same thing. there yeah, they're they're <clears throat> the, 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 it's not nothing, but they're like severely like you know, knocked back several pegs, and it feels like that. Remember, Israel began their so-called normalization uh, relations with, like, you know, Saudi Arabia and shit like that. Like, you know, what sure. I mean, they, they've, they've been trying to, to. What I'm saying is, you're not seeing that super united Arab world like that maybe you would have done in the 70s or something. Like, that's changed now, and a lot of them are just kind of standing back and waiting. Um, hmm. And some people might say, "Well, that's cowardly, whatever." Well, they're just like, "Well, I don't want to be bombed by America and Israel or whatever." I I, I get part of that. But it hasn't been this like unified, I don't know, there's some people rumors said like, oh, even the Shia and the Sunni now, that's kind of going away a little bit or they're, they're finding different ways of working together, whatever. I'm going to hold my breath for that. Let me t- tell you that much. We'll see what happens. But um, Israel seems to have gotten yeah. to a lot of the leadership in some of these other Islamic countries. Uh, and, and it's not, maybe the people are, are not pro that, but the leadership, as usual, uh, is mm. not acting on this, it looks like to me. But may- maybe I'm speaking prematurely. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I hope that they they can unite and fight together, for sure, and make it an official thing. And I think when they, when they see the weakness of Israel and maybe the American insurgency, whatever that's going to look like, they, they've already got troops on the ground, like special forces and stuff like that. Yeah. But when they can see, I don't know, when, when they see that the emperor doesn't have any clothes on, literally, then they can see... The potential of their power, and maybe then they will act. But now they're just uh, observing and supporting Hamas. I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're trying to. I, I'm not sure how they get any of the stuff that they in there. I it's it's just
1: amazing. I don't
0: why? <laughs> maybe like <it's> tunnels <laughs> from Iran. Iran into the Gaza Strip. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? You think?
1: Maybe they yeah, need to they've borrow a
0: decades. They've been uh, well, That's true. ADA. that's true. That's true. Maybe they can borrow <laughs> one of Elon Musk's boring machines. Eh? <laughs> How about yeah. that? Come on, Elon. All right. Anyway. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We're laughing at this, but it's just sometimes it's just such a clown show all this. It's just like, yeah, oh my gosh. Crazy. Like really? We're we gonna do are we gonna do yeah, this was, now? We
1: were just showing we were showing all the clips of the dead uh, Children from being bombed. Uh, they bombed the hospitals and the schools and the yep. refugee camp and this caravan of ambulances. We were showing clips and clips of dead children. I'm like, the yep. mainstream media isn't showing. This. No, they're no not showing that. No one is seeing all these dead children. And there was even one clip where they were picking up slabs of meat. Yeah, there was previously women and children and putting it in, in on a sheet, and I'm like. The, the the line should be instead of uh, babies were cooked in an oven it's that the Jews were turning the Palestinians into slabs of meat yeah that's the meme because that's true and uh, you know highlighting that uh, I think is very important that they're just, yeah, I mean we're you know, we're, we're getting those
0: we're getting those videos out of Gaza. We're looking at this, and and meanwhile, the can we see the four? And, and again, it's like, well, it's too. How dare you ask for proof? And it's like, well, we're going to go to World War III over this. I think we should, now is the time yeah. to ask for proof. You know, what I mean, like, can oh. we see the forty beheaded babies? or you? Yeah, you can say you can blot out the, the sensitive parts, but can we see it? No, you can't. Just trust us. Same thing, the secret with they were filming. Uh, sorry, they were they had some press. Uh, screening of footage allegedly from Hamas body cams to selected members of the media, but they couldn't film or photograph or record any of that, and they just had to go back and like write in their various publications about what they saw. And it's so odd, you know what I mean? It's so bizarre, it's so yeah. contrived, and so controlled, and just uh, so contained. Uh, but again, one of the reasons here why you know the Boomers have been like hardcore pro-Israeli, they've supported them, eighty-one percent, sixty-five years and older. There's, they, they say it's justified for Israel's military to do whatever they need to, essentially, against Hamas in the wake of this, and it's dropping as we can see in the graph there on the in the, in the ages, right? And part of that, sure. it, okay, part of it sure is also demographically it's changing; it's getting more and more bri- brown in America as you go to, down in those ages, right? So that's part of it. But the other part of it too is that they see social media posts as opposed to sitting and glued to Fox News and CNN and MSNBC like these yeah. boomers do, you know. So, so that that's one thing that has changed, you know.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you saw that list of uh, the Israelis that were killed by Hamas on the 7th, uh, the 1,400 uh, victims.
0: I did not see uh, the uh, list. Sent
1: you on, on Telegram, the, the tweet. And it's hilarious because if you read the names, it's just a massive block of text. But if you read the names, there are so many soldiers in there, sergeants, like, <laughs> oh, really? like commanders, and all kinds of stuff. And you're like... Oh, they just killed the soldiers, enemy combatants. Uh, where are the children? Oh, like really? there, there was a poll that was uh, showing uh, the ages of the victims, and literally no babies were born, uh, killed. Like there was less than less than three, I think, uh, babies uh, killed or something like that. Hmm. Uh, it's insane. <laughs> like, yeah, sergeants, like, like, corporals.
2: Let me see. They is that
0: were, is that in the original too? Let me just. Uh, that's hard to yeah, see. That's the original. Yeah, sergeant, sergeant. Persisting yeah, corporal. Okay, okay, yeah, I see it in uh, there too. Huh? Yeah, because uh, we had those even the Israeli, uh, what do you call? I eye, eyewitnesses witnesses at the right term in this case. Um, they were caught uh, basically between the IDF and Hamas soldiers, and they said the IDF had just indiscriminately just shot, yeah. and they had just gone yeah. in with tanks, yeah. and like a lot of them were killed yeah. by their own military. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it came out today uh, that uh, Israel admitted that like, an Apache helicopter had just been shooting indiscriminately into the mass that was fleeing from this uh, rave, and they had shot a lot of Jews in the process. Yeah. So, it, yeah. The thing is, I'm just against Israel, uh, I, but I, I do think the Hamas has uh, conducted themselves in a way... You know, if you want to look at it from a, like a war perspective, way more humane way, especially with the the witnesses that have been, the Jewish witnesses that have been coming out, talking about how they were treated as hostages. and uh, But for, I don't even care about that. They can take hostages from these occupied territories and kill them. Like these people are, you know, enemies of them.
0: Well, the, the narrative so, has been that, you know, one day for no reason whatsoever it's October 7th and this and here's this terrorist group just attacking right and that's kind of that was the narrative like nothing preceded this it just came out of the blue
1: yeah and it's also the theory and I'm not uh, like completely opposed to the theory that Israel wanted this uh, I know you've discussed that as well but yeah the way that they're acting now they're literally, not holding back one second. They're like no. getting rid of the Gaza Strip yep. and just if they're not gonna flee, they're gonna die. That that's literally the options that they have now. They've never done anything like this in the history of uh, of mm-hmm. Israel.
0: No, they're moving ahead. So I think maybe personally
1: were pushing this.
0: You know. I think they are. Personally, I think they're probably go like they're going to build their third temple. They're going to clear the West Bank in Jerusalem. Yeah. They're going to go for their red. He- they're going to clone their red heifer and all that. I think it's like partially religious. There's a there's a lot conting- of contingent of like I'm not sure how like religious Netanyahu is, but they're probably aboard on most of the kind of Chabad, you know. we talking stuff.
1: about light and darkness. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, Amalek and stuff. He dropped these terms. Hilarious. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, he did do that. Um, so we'll see how it plays out, but um, no, they're making they're making their move, and 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 uh, and and it might well it might be too late of sorts to be honest. I, I was going to say it's too early, but uh, it might actually be too late uh, for them to do this. Uh, but they might not uh, come out of this the way they think they will. We'll see what happens. It's an interesting uh, interesting time for sure. Very different. Yeah. All right, Andreas, we're going to uh, start wrapping up right there. Thank you so much. We've almost uh, been on here with us for uh, two hours. I appreciate your time. It's great having you here. Now, we do want to plug your, your, some of your stuff. I do want to refer people to the Rumble then, because we don't even know if uh, Odyssey is going to be here within a few days, yes. unfortunately. Yes,
1: got the rumble.
0: Um, that's for the Nordic Frontier, though, obviously, uh, it, but uh, also the website, and uh, you have Nordic and uh, yep. obviously, the main uh, Swedish site is nudefront.se, but I don't think there's any. Is there any English content on there? I don't think there is. Is there?
1: No, it's just a Swedish news website. It's a, a national socialist alternative
0: news website
1: that uh, you know has our perspective on things
0: that's going on in the world. Very good. What other? So your Twitter is out. Did you have? Um, yeah. What's your direct? Can people follow you on the Telegram? Do you give us that uh, yeah. address?
1: Yeah, I have Thieves Comfy Corner and I have uh, Nordic Frontier on, uh, but they are obviously shadow banned. So you can search for them or you can find the links in any of these show articles on Nordic Resistance Movement.org. I link it up there. And uh, then I've created a new channel, which is Andreas Johansson on Telegram. They're trying to not be censored because I'm not doing anything wrong. So that's a completely new channel where i'll be posting my hey buddy material and more light content i also have a, a youtube and a tiktok with the hey buddy videos and uh, yeah it's rumble and odyssey with nordic frontier uh, we're live every sunday nowadays on at uh, eight thirty 30 uh, swedish master race time as i usually say <laughs>
0: There you go. Exactly. So
1: it's the only time that matters, <laughs> <The> Swedish <laughs> time. But uh, yeah. Okay. So it's on Sundays nowadays, and uh, it's a hoot. You should uh, check it out.
0: Definitely, definitely turn it in. See, uh, you can. Can you tune in at nordicrisismovement uh, dot dot org? Yeah,
1: we post the article there uh, every day. Every day we go live, so okay. check it out. All
0: right, that's a, so that's a good. Bet.
1: Or on the the Telegram.
0: Yep, there you go, guys. Tiawas. I was just gonna ask first. Like, wait, how do you? Sp- oh, you mean the god? Okay, yeah, of course. Tiawas. Uh, uh, Tiawas. Tia was. Comfy corner. Uh, that's the uh, that's the URL for that, guys. All right, Andreas. Thank you so much, man. I r- really appreciate it. It's always good talking to you. It's always good uh, keeping up with what uh, you and the other boys over at the uh, Nordic Resistance Movement are doing. So thank you again for coming on. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll chat again soon.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me on.
0: thank you for watching or listening today ladies and gentlemen we appreciate you being here hope you enjoyed it we're going to be back with more soon until that time stay tuned to the websites TV and redismembers.com of course don't forget you can watch us live on wednesdays usually around uh 4 or 5 p.m eastern changes a little bit depending on the schedule uh but fridays uh, is uh, mostly set it's 5 p.m eastern or 11 p.m central european time for flashback friday Then of course, Western Warrior over at RedHouseMembers.com and Subscribestar, and it is for now on Odyssey, uh, but uh, we'll see what happens with Odyssey. If you do have your subscription, by the way, on Odyssey, depending on what happens, we'll make sure that we move you over to RedIceMembers.com so that you can continue it there. But anyway, if you are uh, new to the show and if you do want to support us, please consider get a membership. RedIceMembers.com or subscribestarcom slash ice Both of those work. For now, you can use donorboxorg slash ice as a backup option as well. If you have any issues, at RedIceMembers.com. Uh, there's a couple of other ways you can support us as well. You can, of course, donate to the show, redeyestv forward slash donate. Please consider keeping us alive and thriving and well. We do want to expand, we do want to hire more people. Right now would it be a great time for you to come aboard and help us out. It's only 10 bucks a month for a membership, that's really the best way to support us. Uh, You can also get that uh, cost down per month if you get a longer one. You can also get a producer or executive producer tier, get a shout out at the end of our shows and videos. And of course, as a executive producer, we'd love to have some more input from you as well if there are specific guests you'd like us to reach out to. To try to get on the show, or there are there certain topics you'd like us to cover and so forth? So uh, definitely check out that as an option. Thank you to our executive producers today: T. Lothrop, Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, French Forty Seven, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Ubunga, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer mom The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends. Francis Parker Yockey, Dilbob, Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, Colin Marriott, Kami Combo Deal, and our latest, The Dearborn Toxic Event. Also, thanks to our producers, Mr. Walker696, Johansson, Leroy Dumond, Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Your new, Obadiah Hakeswell, Perfect Brute, single action army hp lovecraft and dixie drone force thank you guys appreciate it once again if you want one of those tiers you can check that out at redhousemembers.com or subscribe star until next time stay strong be creative and constructive and stay white-pilled we'll see you soon bye-bye